Hey, it's Dusty Otis. Welcome to the Redefined Church Podcast. I'm so glad that you're taking part of your day to join us. I hope this message challenges you. I hope that it inspires you. But more importantly, I hope that it helps you grow spiritually. If you want to be a part of what we're doing here at Redefined Church, you can always support us by going to liveredefined.com forward slash give. I hope you enjoy today's message. We move forward in Mark chapter chapter 5 today. Uh, Here's what it says. It says, you are like you are like salt for the whole human race. I love this. I believe this is the message translation. I should have wrote that down. Uh, but if salt loses its saltiness, there is no way to make it salty again. It has become worthless. So it's thrown out and trampled and, and people trample on it. Well, you know, there are 40 verses in the Bible about salt. Stay with me. I'm not going to share all those with you. But what you need to know about salt is this. Salt enhances things. It brings balance to things. It preserves things. It sustains. It heals. It is medicinal, right? It uh, can withstand almost anything, and it even melts snow and ice. It paves a way. We'll be needing that salt here real soon. Amen? What you see in Colossians uh, chapter 4, verse 6, make sure you write these three scriptures down. Colossians 4, 6, it says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Seasoned. Seasoned means sprinkled. It doesn't mean dumped. And so every sprinkled is ever so often, and it means with patience. It is a light. It is very, when you season something, you're very intentional about it. You just don't throw it on, right? And so be gracious. Be gracious. Seasoned with salt. Have some patience. Luke 14, 34 and Mark 9, 50, almost verbatim, say the exact same thing. And so we reference both, but it says this, salt is good. Salt is good. But if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves so you can be at peace with each other. Have salt in yourselves so you can be at peace with each other. What do we see in these scriptures? We see that Jesus says we are the salt of the earth. We are not the salt of the salt shaker. We're the salt of the earth, not the salt of the shaker. The big C, the capital Capital C Church would be the salt shaker. It would be what we gather inside of, right? It's where we meet. It's where it all where it all kind of happens. And so, uh, what we're looking at today is the difference between a sprinkling, a seasoning of salt, right? Seasons throughout the week versus a concentration or a dumping on Sunday. And so, when you put all the salt together, versus dump versus versus dispersing it among the insulted. When we put all the salt together, what happens? And when we actually disperse salt among unsalty people or unsalted people, what happens? What's the difference? What does salt do? So it's really the difference between quantity and quality. And so quantity means pushing to get it, right? We we push to get it all in on one day. Sunday's the God day. This is where we make it happen. Versus pacing yourself and having patience and walking it out throughout the week, walking it out, just sprinkling a little bit, seasoning a little bit throughout your week. The salt shaker looks very good. We have a ton of salt shakers, ton, three. Um, Heather bags on me all the time because I say it. We have salt and pepper shakers. Some uh, We have some decorative salt and pepper shakers, look really good, bigger, hold a lot more, never use them. And then we have, you know, the old school ones that you buy in the package that you take to, you know, the campgrounds. And that's really what we use for salt. And pair, but the salt shaker might look good. It can hold a lot. It can carry a lot of weight. It has a lot of influence. But the impact that we make as the shaker in one hour is very limited. 
The impact that we make in the one hour that we gather inside of the salt shaker is very limited versus what we can do when we disperse among our community or our communities, right? When we actually become salt in our personal environments, that where, that's where change happens. That's where relationships grow. And so the church was never intended to be the salt shaker. The church was never to be about a building. The church was never to be about a monument. The church was to be about a movement. It is a body of people, and it is a seasoning that we go with throughout our communities. And so we've made, as the church, excuse me, we've made the salt shaker the thing. We've made the salt shaker the thing. And so operating this way uh, leads this leads the church to be driven by motives that are outside of reaching people, that are outside of building relationship. The church might look good. The salt shaker might look good, but the impact can't be measured in discipleship. The impact can't be measured in how you grow in your faith with God. How are we helping you move forward in your faith? So that's part of the regrouping model. And so um, what what I want you to see is um, when we actually understand that a sprinkling, right, is all it takes for God to move, That's really all God's asking for. All God's asking for is just a sprinkle. It's just for you to season, just to be a little bit of season. Because when you become salt where you live, you can measure discipleship in the relationships you have. You see it in those around you. And so all God needs is a sprinkling to move. That's all he's asking us to do. And so be that. Sprinkle marinates, right? You put a drop of salt on something, it works its way through, and it works its way through over time. It takes time and it takes patience, but it works. It works and it brings balance. It preserves. It it does all those things that we talked about in the beginning of the message. And so the salt, what I want you to see is the salt is what has influence, not the shaker, not the thing that we put the salt in. I kept showing you this, like this is some salt shaker, right? The salt is what has influence. And so what is the salt? The salt is you. The salt is me. The salt is us. We have to see ourselves. We must see ourselves as individual salt grains. And so the shaker is limited on what it can do with all of the salt together. But, but the influence and the impact that the individual makes is much greater. The the impact that an individual makes is much greater. Here's an example. Social media is perfect. How many groups do you follow on social media versus how many individuals? We're all looking at the leader. We're all looking at individuals. We're all following individuals. The individual is going to have a greater impact than the group, than the group, because what's going to happen when we are salt, we are working through the people in our community. We are actually going and being salt and light is what the the back half of Matthew 5.13 says. We're actually being salt and light in our community. This is what God's asking us to do as the church. This is what it means to be the church. It's seven days a week, right? And so when you look at that and you realize, wait a second, I probably follow um, 90 individuals per one group, right? It's pretty high. Um, when each of us as individual salt grains are being who God intended us to be, then our whole community gets seasoned. And it's not something that we keep to ourselves and we, when we bottle up and we put inside of a, of a container and we say, Oh, we only have, we only do this. And this only happens when we come together, when we sit inside this circle and we do this, we say, no, no, no. because of, because of this gathering, we go into all the world and make disciples. We don't gather and sit, but we go, right? 
And so if the salt stays in the shaker, if the salt stays inside the container, then it makes no impact. Nothing gets seasoned. Nothing gets seasoned. What happens when you get too much salt, right? This has happened before. All you taste is salt. All you taste is salt. Super salty. Super salty. This is how many people feel or uh, view the church. They feel about or view the church too much. It's just a little bit too much, especially those who have quit or walked away. They've been burnt out or they've been hurt or they've been wronged or something's happened and they've walked away from the church. It's, they, it's too much salt. Okay. Too much salt. Salt will burn, right? Salt will also burn. Should have said that. And so they know that they need the church. They know that they need it, but it's too much for them. They don't like the taste of it anymore. And so they would say, yeah, I do need it, but I just need a sprinkle. I just need a dash. I just need seasoned, right? Just like uh, Colossians chapter four, verse six is let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. Isn't If you're going to answer someone in that in a conversation, isn't that how it happens? So that they can see who you are by interacting with you, by having that conversation. It's meant to be a sprinkling. It's meant to be seasoned, not dumped, not concentrated. And so salt is the enhancer. Salt's not the thing. Salt enhances. Most people like their food with salt, not their salt with food, unless you're an extremist. And uh, that's crazy, man. All right. So if we aren't careful, when we put all the salt together, salt can do one of two things. Okay. If we're not careful putting all the salt together, it'll do one of two things. It will either paralyze you or it will push you away. What do you mean paralyze, Dusty? Paralyze is another word for comfort here, but this is what happens. You get caught up in everything that happens inside the salt shaker, and you're so, um, you love it, man. You love you love the salt shaker. It's great. It gives you a good feeling. It gives you, um, you know, whatever whatever that is that it brings you. But this is what happens. We come in, we get super comfortable. We find our chair, we find our place, we find our thing, and that's it. And we come in and we consume And then we don't want to be part of anything else that the church is doing because we might miss out on something that's happening inside of the church, inside of the shaker, right? And so it's not about being paralyzed. It's not about FOMO, fear of missing out. It's what you're missing out on is being the church. That's what you miss out on when you, when you, when we lose our saltiness, when salt doesn't exist anymore, we became, we become what is being trampled on. We become what is what is not useful anymore because we've lost it, because we've gotten to a place where it's all about this one thing, and this one thing only exists on this day at this time, and that's all it is, or that's what it's become. And God's saying, no, go, go out, be salt, be light, let people see it, let it marinate and do it in a sprinkle, in a sprinkle, right? What um, What being paralyzed is, is it's like getting... Uh, clumped up in the corner, right? And so you get stuck in the corner, you clump up. And when you get clumped up inside the salt shaker and, and the salt shaker goes to turn over and dump out, that, that clump doesn't come out, right? And so in the South, we put rice inside of our salt shaker to keep the moisture out so the salt grains all stay separate. And today that's what I'm doing. I'm dropping grains of, sand, uh, grains of um, rice everywhere. And I'm saying, wait a second, we should be separate. We should go about and we should season and we should season. This is what Matthew chapter 5, 13 is telling us. And so um, rice is what keeps the salt separate. That is what we need. We need, we need 
rice inside of the salt shaker to every now and again say, no, 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 get out of that corner. Don't just sit in that chair. Don't just consume. We're all to contribute to the cause of Christ because he's coming back one day and he wants to take everybody home with him. And so it's on us to make sure that everybody knows him, right? Bible says Jesus is not returning until everybody has heard his name. And so that's what it means to go out. If it doesn't paralyze you, it will push you away. What's that mean? It's too much salt. You know, you know, you need it, but you've had so much salt, your tongue is numb and you just need some fresh water. So it's, I need to take a break or I'm done here or I'm not going here anymore or whatever, whatever it is that, that, that happens. Right. And so you just need some fresh water. And here's what happens when we turn up as the church, when we really go extreme, we see people leave the church because, because they're either being pushed away by too much. Okay. Or, um, or one person has done too much, right? Or if you're paralyzed, not enough. And so then being paralyzed is about comfort. Being pushed away is about being exposed to too much. It's the over the top, um, event after event after event, or you have that leader in your face telling you turn or burn all the time, right? It is God wants to work through you and he wants to use exactly who you are and how you are and what you have right now. He doesn't want you if you've never um, if you've never actually stood on the street corner and like gave the speech. He's not asking you to do that. I'm not saying he hasn't ever asked anybody to do that, but that really doesn't win people or build a bridge back to the church. And so then we must find a happy medium by being consistent, by consistently sprinkling, not dumping. And we must understand that it's not about the the concentrated gathering. It's about the seasoning that we go out with. It's about the sprinkle throughout the week. So as I close, to be the church that God intended us to be, we must walk out or be who God has called us to be, who God says we are. Although salt never loses its flavor, we as believers can lose our effectiveness. And that's what it means to gather and let it only be about that one hour a week, right? This is why Jesus said to be the salt of the earth, to be the salt that preserves, right? To be the salt that sustains, to be the salt that brings health, to be the salt that enhances others. We get to preserve life. That's what we, the church, get to do. We are to be the flavor enhancer, the flavor enhancer, right? Like, like cream enhances my coffee, right? We get to be the flavor enhancer for people who are close to us, but far from God. We get to be that for the people who are close to us, but far from God. That's who's in your regroup, right? Our mission is to help them see how God works in our lives. Our mission is to share the good news and direct them to the sustainer of life. Direct them to the sustainer of life because of this, because 2 Corinthians 5.15, Christ bought you with a price, right? It was his sacrifice. It says, and he died for all so that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for the one who died for them and was raised. No longer live for themselves, but for the one who died for them. And so we're in week two of how do I regroup? So how do you regroup? What's your second step to regroup? Simply be salt. Just simply be salt. Your action step this week is found in John 13, 34 to 35. If you're taking notes, you can write this down. It says this, 
I give you a new command. Love one another just as I have loved you. You must also love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples because you have a love for one another. Man, he really, Jesus really drills it home right there. Because of this, all people will know that you follow me. All people will see that you are salt, that you are light, because you have love for one another. Doesn't that tie in so great to our foundational scripture of Matthew 22, 37, 39? Love God with everything you have and love others as you love yourself. If you do these two things, you'll find that you're obeying everything else. That's our kids' content this morning. And so I hope you're taking part in that discussion, in that link that we emailed out or the link that's on social media. And so do not miss leading your kids through that discussion. Why, Dusty? By all of this, people will know that you are my disciples because you have love for one another. Why? Here's, here's why. You got the action step, right? You, um, you know what it means to be salty now. And here's what it is. Heather sent this to me Thursday morning. She texts us to, to me Thursday morning. Uh, she doesn't know it's in here, by the way. So you're welcome. And she says this. She says, God wants our participation, not our passivity. He isn't going to knock on the door and drag us through it. His presence in our life is an open door, but it's up to us to step through it, to walk it out. She goes on to tell me how much she loves me. Okay. And she finally says, I know God has great things for us. We must keep walking. I open by talking about how we, we've been leaning towards more practical things because we are listening to outside or external things a lot more these days for some odd reason, uh, because it's affecting our future, much like it's affecting yours. That's why we prayed for our futures this morning. So we're praying for um, relief. And so she says, what God, what God wants is participation, not passivity. He's not going to knock the door down and drag you out right? His presence in your life, his presence in your life is an open door, but you have to walk through it. You have to be salt. You have to be salt because God wants to do great things. Just like Heather says to me, I know God has great things for us. I know God has great things for us, the church, the body, the body of believers, but we must keep walking. Got rained out today. What's that mean? Keep walking. It means keep walking. That means we're doing something really special because for it to rain today means, means it's, that is encouraging to me. We're trying to do something good and it has been a, it has been a week of all weeks for us, but we keep walking. We keep trusting. We keep walking. We keep trusting. You are the salt. You are like salt for the whole human race. You are like salt for the whole human race. We are to continually sprinkle influence about the kingdom to those around us and in our communities. Consistently being salt and light is what people need and all that God is asking you to be. This is it. One grain of salt, meaning one individual need. One grain of salt, meaning one individual need. What is that? Could be a hello. Could be a smile. Could be, hey, I see this. Are you okay? Could be, how can I pray for you? Could be any of those things. One individual grain of salt, meaning one individual need. That is what it means to get outside of the church, outside of the shaker, and be salt and light in our community and to those around us, especially those who are close to us, but far from God. 
Well, hey, thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope that it challenged you and that you'll take steps this week to have a greater faith and to go deeper in your relationship with God. If you want to know more about what's happening here at Redefined Church, you can visit us online at liveredefined.com. Follow us on social media at Redefined Church or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.